0: Episode fifty-eight of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about the sixth installment of the Board Game Geek GenCon twenty twenty-two preview list. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam and I talk about games coming to GenCon this year from Gigamic, Grand Gamers Guild, Greater Than Games, Hachette Board Games, Heidelbar Games, Hexi Studio, Hit 'Em with a Shoe, Horrible Guild, Keen Bean Studio, Keymaster Games, Kids Table Board Games, and Cosmos. All the games we mentioned are in the episode description, and when we finally make our way to the end of all the publishers, we'll have a wrap-up episode with the whole Variant X gang. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Adam talking about more games coming to Gen Con. When we first started doing this, there was 160-something on the list. Now there is 250. It's so... like a
1: Hydra. It's like we cut its heads off, it grows more heads.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what's going on here. We're picking up with Gigamic, is how I'm gonna say it.
1: Oh, I was gonna go Gigamic. Mike.
0: Gigamic Mike sounds like more fun, you know. I say we just do both. You do Gigamic, I'll do Gigamic. Yeah. Uh, and the that's first great. one is Acropolis. It is two to four players, twenty to thirty minutes. That is so fast. Eight plus, possibly family weight. Then thirty dollars at the heart of the Mediterranean. Rivals seek wealth and glory. Like, maybe I'm a pushover, but I'm already in.
1: Well, yeah, and I apparently I want to move to, uh, what is this, Greece, where you can seek wealth and glory in a half an hour or less. Oh. Yeah. So quick.
0: Now, it, I do think it is taking place in the past,
1: do you think? Oh, yeah. I think That's so. A, that, that makes sense. Back then, you could do this get, in a half you, an hour. You only lived to be, like, three hours. I know. So you I had know. to in a half an so hour. So you had to get your wealth and glory in.
0: Yeah. Right. And it just, it's hextiles, it's cubes. I know nothing more than that. The uh, Jules Massoud. I don't know that designer. I'd give it a go. Yeah. Very good box art.
1: Uh, Very approachable. It
0: says in-game bonuses, layering, ancient, and city building. Those are like the four little tags that are uh, given on the list. Seems great. It says it releases in August, so a little later in August. So just a little early to get it at Gen Con. I'm just going to keep going. Maybe this will be my favorite publisher. Of all, I don't think so, actually. The next one is Critical Foundation Season 1. You investigate 2035, like the year, 2035, over nine 30-minute episodes in this guided role-playing adventure. Now, the playtime is 30 to 300 minutes. And I guess they're saying that's all, all nine episodes. Oh, and okay. then two to five players. Yeah, age 14 plus. And then $40. I don't really... A guided role-playing adventure. Now, it's role-playing, scenario, mission, campaign, game, adventure, exploration.
1: I don't know. It's. Don't I'm know. looking a little more in the description. It requires a game master. So, like, oh, one so person, t- I think, is not playing.
0: Well, then two to five players.
1: Or, that's, I don't know.
0: That's interesting. To need it if it, if it, in fact, needs a game master, then just... Oh, which is fine I guess that's how two people Can spend their time Like why not
1: It is interesting So I'm
0: not like I'm waiting I'll wait to hear the reviews one.
1: On this one Yeah Yeah. I'm not going to be The first one
0: And it says season one Which there's an implication Like oh we've got The seasons ready
1: I love the arrogance Of calling <laughs> it part one I, I do it it, it it sells to me every time right. I love it right. I hope there is no season two And they're just forever <laughs> Just season one Where What happened to that Yeah we know We know yeah, We yeah. know we said season one That's our fault
0: You just got to get people In the door that's all. Right. <laughs> and the last one from G Gomic or Gigamic, is Movie Mind.
1: Sounds like, uh, so reading the description here, it is a question and answer uh, about different popular movies. Oh, um, so like
0: a trivia game.
1: Yes, uh, right. which I like more than you always. Mm-hmm, and I think, mm-hmm. especially like specific types of trivia. But I do just, oh, real quick here, if we were going to talk about some popular movies, it would be like what Ghostbusters, yeah. Interstellar, Sure, Shrek, Okay, uh, the Fabulous Destiny of Amelie Poulain.
0: Are the what? What These are we are talking about? These are the list about? of
1: the movies. They this on the description. It says eight hundred oh. films, including, and then a list of what I would consider very popular movies, and just sprinkling on at the end, the Fabulous Destiny of Amelie Poulain.
0: Well, I think this is a French company, and maybe that was like a big hit there. But it makes oh, you wonder how. It makes the you Enrollable wonder America. how like localized the game's gonna be. Is that what they call it? No. Is that what they call it when something's made somewhere else and then you like get a person from that country? I think it is called localization. That sounds right. I To so make sure that it actually matches where that you're where you're selling it. So like again, some of these super French things that maybe the average American isn't gonna know about. I wonder how that changes because it looks like there's. It says, "Will you find?" all 800 movies hidden in the pictures. So it would be really hard to then localize it if you've drawn this art that just has it in there.
1: Right. Interesting.
0: So, yeah, two well, to nine mm-hmm. players. It kind of sounds like the sort of thing that, like, I don't know, 50 players, what do you want? Like, <laughs> in, in some ways, a quiz game, it kind of feels like you could add as many people as as you want to. Um, the release date for this is later in September, and it's $35. So yeah, action timer, movies, TV, radio theme, obviously movie theme, called Movie Mind. And then a party game.
1: You know what? I like it. I'm a sucker for these types of things. The more I stare at this, and it's only $35, I spent more on less. So, yep.
0: Yeah, and on the back, there's a picture of like an undersea. This is the back of the box. There's like an undersea picture. And I can see from that, there's something from Moana. So, I mean, that's fairly recent. Yeah. Uh, It looks like there's a what's-his-face drowning Titanic guy. And then Pinocchio, mm-hmm. Jaws, like that's just at a glance here. Yeah. I think that's what's, it's cute because they're all like drawn into one picture. So yeah, right. probably if you're a movie buff, it might just be like fun, quirky cartoon art. Like you might just enjoy it for that alone.
1: Yeah, it was no. pretty good. Okay.
0: All right. We agree. We this is
1: the best game on the list. Previously and in the future. All right. Ooh, Sounds okay. good. Okay, I
0: don't remember that part.
1: Talk about awesome names for companies. So we're leaving uh, Gigamic or uh, what was the Jigamic? Gigamic. <laughs> this one, there's no confusion. Grand Gamers Guild. Yeah. I like it. It's alliterative. It's yes. powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're part of a guild just by purchasing something. Those G's they you.
0: really punch. Grand Gamers Guild. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm for it. Uh, the The first one is Aldabas. uh, Doors of Cartagena.
0: Yeah, let's say that. Let's say that. Big
1: lion head on the cover is Uh all that I can look at. Big lion head. That makes sense. Door knocker.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Doors. Okay. One to four players, 30 to 45 minutes. Ages 13 and up. $25 MSRP. Hand management card game. Yeah, sure.
1: When you see a word like Aldabas, which might very well mean. Like be a word in a language yeah. that I just don't know. It could yeah. be a word in English that I just don't know. Yeah. Do you ever though when you see an unfamiliar word, like look at it immediately like backwards, break it apart to see if it like, oh, is it actually saying something backwards? I don't or it's do like that. Two words together. I don't have oh, nearly okay. that suspicious
0: of a mindset. No. Interesting. Hmm. So what is it backwards?
1: Sabbath. it's Nothing. That's what it is. But you know, like I'm just doing that every time I see an unknown word. Spend a lot of time on nonsense words backwards.
0: Use of your energy, but who, who am I to say? Sure.
1: Okay. Just wanted to find that out. Just you moving
0: on. So there's <laughs> cards of three different colors. Um, they seem to have icons on them in classic card game fashion. There doesn't look to be much of anything else in this box. There's some tokens. Those different color cards, they each have a different door on them. That's what the different colors are. The yellow door, red door, blue door. And those doors have different icons. It seems like in a comforting way, that game you've played before. Right. It's just going to be like, yep. what are these icons? How do I get these points? This money. I, I'm not looking at it, seeing that it's going to be like, oh, this is going to change the game. This is going to be the new hand management card game to have. That doesn't doesn't jump out like that. So I don't know.
1: It seems fine. It's twenty five dollars. It definitely seems like a. I have twenty five dollars left over why would I not get this game?
0: Yeah. But I don't think you're, I don't think you're putting that under must have. That's where I'm going. That's what I'm getting first. That's my first $25. It does feel a little more like last 25 than
1: first. I think undecided, like, I'm undecided because I don't know if I'm going to have $25 left over or not. That's the decided part
0: for me. Like, am I just going to get a burger and a slice of pizza on Georgia Street? Or am I going to go back and buy this game and go home?
1: Well, now after you said that, I'm getting that burger and pizza every time. Well,
0: we better just move on to Endangered. This is an expansion called Monarch Butterfly Scenario. One to five, an expansion to the hit Endangered game. It's a cooperative game, dice rolling, expansion for the base game. And animals; those are the tags. So, not having this the features original... a new
1: drop mechanic. In case you were concerned about that,
0: I knew nothing about the new drop mechanic. What is it?
1: It's kind of a bummer game. Like, I'm assuming the monarch butterflies are dropping out of the sky as you fight for them not to be extinct, I right? Like, I hope
0: not. You're trying it... to
1: save them from extinction, featuring a new drop mechanic as the butterflies move through the environment.
0: Well, hopefully, it is moving and not dying through the environment.
1: Hopefully. Yeah, the I guess endangered it's up to us to save them. <laughs> True, uh,
0: it is a conservationist game, and then co-op. I think that's nice, like working together to save the animals. But I have not played the original. The expansion is just sixteen dollars. I like when the expansions are twenty or less. When they kind of go over that, then before you know, it, you could just have Aldaba's instead.
1: Right, <laughs> right.
0: Instead of an expansion, uh, and the last one from Grand Gamers Guild, uh, at least at this point, they keep putting games on here. Forgotten Depths, and this is one to three. As a light dungeon crawling adventure with unique puzzle mechanisms, it is sixty dollars. Though, hmm. it's just it's it's getting up there. It's across that kind of fifty dollar line in my head, forty fifty dollar. Where, well, I could have this one game, or probably two other games.
1: Big playtime range again, forty five to a hundred and thirty five.
0: But if it's gonna be dungeon crawling adventure, I could see that just going well or not.
1: Mm, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. The art is only so-so, in my opinion, looking at these. It's lots it is, of arms with weapons.
0: The cards are a little weird. And I think it might be like, those are your, you'll have a game like this. And it's like, here's a card you can put for your helmet. Here's a card you can put for your armor. Like that kind of thing. And these do right. seem to be like literally arms holding weapons. Like that is the only thing pictured on the card and a number. So it's a little weird. The arms are coming in from the side as if you were going to like assemble a big card person. with. You know what I mean? Like with arms and legs.
1: Right, but I don't see that no. actual assembly. It's no,
0: just and the character cards, what I'm assuming are the character cards, look nice, have like a nice art style to them, but yeah, the, the other cards do feel a little disjointed from that.
1: Mm. Yeah, the enemies are just vaguely shadow creatures, it looks like, yeah, which is fine, but I think definitely this, there was a budget cut in the art department is what it this It
0: feels, like. and that could be, you know, the intent, it feels a little like sketches.
1: It, yes. It feels a little if like you, sketches. Yep. You bought a college student sketchbook yeah. into this kind of stuff. This is what you and found. And they're going to find out when they go to Gen Con that, oh my gosh, they're famous. And they did
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If not famous, they're certainly missing out on some royalties.
1: <laughs> True. Yep. Yeah. I guess It depends on which, which side the uh, lawyer you're on, whether yeah. that's the case. So. And I
0: wonder too, like, it's not really out yet. So the pictures we're looking at might be prototype stuff there might be the final game might look different. Now the cover doesn't make me think that the cover looks like it was made in like the nineties, maybe like if you picked up a, some kind of miscellaneous role-playing game in the nineties, it doesn't look not like that. It doesn't look like someone couldn't have just drawn this all and then had it printed,
1: you know? Yeah. It's the, it's the water, like watercolor esque, um, like book covers of our youth. Yeah. Like every book cover was vaguely this. Yes,
0: I would believe. I, I could see this in a library. You know, it has like 20 chapters in it, but each chapter is only about three pages.
1: For I, sure. Yeah, Roald Dahl's unreleased book, yeah. Forgotten Deaths.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Now, that is everything for Grand Gamers Guild, now Greater Than Games, LLC. First up is the cube, Area 51. And you're going to work like it. with other Area 51 departments heads to rebuild an alien ship. I don't know.
1: I like I don't have any pictures of it. It the cube Area fifty one, great name for a game. Manipulate, move, tessellate, and plan. I like oh. everything they're saying. They're giving me no descriptions of like photos no. to actually know if this is gonna be good or not. It
0: says that it released in January. It's only twenty dollars. There's no playtime given. So I don't know. They'll say English edition, so maybe like it released in another language, maybe. But even then, a lot of times, even if it's in another language, it's a picture or two has found its way onto Board Game Geek. So, hard to say what's going on there. I'm going to keep on going to Legends of Sleepy Hollow. Oh, and this is Ben Pinchback and Matt Riddle. They also did Three Sisters and Fleet the Dice Game. Oh, okay. A lot of other things. They just had a, like, Motor City something a game that was on Kickstarter, Holly Jolly. We talked about them for Holly Jolly in uh, Back on 25th Century Games. So yeah, they're people who do things. Haven't heard of this one yet. It's one to four players, 30 to 120 minutes. It says it came out in April of this year. Ooh, that MSRP though.
1: Very beautiful figurines if you want uh, a reason for that MSRP. Yeah, because it is
0: $100. So you can't be halfway in on this.
1: The art is pretty cool though.
0: You know what? The art looks like the thing that we were just talking about.
1: No, I don't. This is somehow different.
0: It's Uh, not.
1: It's somehow is different for me.
0: There's even a a card with just a, a hand coming in from the side holding a thing.
1: There's a better outline. I think it's a darker outline of it and that's the difference for me.
0: There is a little more graphic design on these cards. And then the theming of it maybe helps explain it being, some of the cards don't have a lot of color on them, but for Legends of Sleepy Hollow, that feels maybe more appropriate, that they're a little more monotone, a little more spooky. Yeah. Yeah, I think you like it because it's spooky, and that's your right. But it looks like like the forgotten whatever we were just talking about. So yeah, there's a storybook. There are minis, lots of little tokens. Is it co-op? No.
1: Is it? Yeah, it's cooperative, yep.
0: Well, that's that's interesting. Okay, we're unraveling mysteries. I don't know. I think it's easier to jump into something like this if you are, like, into the theme. I have never been into creepy things. So, that's on me. I'm into the theme.
1: I do not like this as a cooperative game. I want oh. some sort of competitive head collecting game. Well,
0: if you play it and that solo, one. it effectively isn't a cooperative game then you're no. just, you know, it is you it's against true. the game. Um, I don't know why. Mm. So you, if you're in Sleepy Hollow, you want to be hurting other people.
1: I, you know, I was, that wouldn't was say it like but... that, even if that's 100% true. <laughs> okay. um, I just, you know, am empathetic towards the collection of heads as a necessary means to a headless end. All right. Sentinels of the Multiverse, definitive edition.
0: Definitive. The definitive edition. Only 70... MSRP. Ugh. You're not even in the Sleepy Hollow. You get another game before you even hit the Sleepy Hollow amount. Right. And that's a diverse <laughs> cast of superheroes working together to foil the plans of evil villains. Now, I don't like Sentinels. There's something about the amount of... It is a like card-battling cooperative game. But there's something about how you have to, like, be in the environments, and then the environments do things to you, but then you're fighting someone else, and then you're trying to, like, manage this onslaught of damage that I... It feels like too much work to be fun for me when I've played it before.
1: Never played it. I don't know how I've just kind of missed this in my times.
0: I've played it once in person. Someone brought it into work back when I went into an office for work, and we played games at lunch sometimes. And the app for it is fine and I have played it I think if you like the game I bet the app is even good so yeah that's the two ways I've played it and it just never I was never excited to play it again anytime I've played it I'm not like gosh can't wait to to try that again so not my thing one to five players 30 to 60 minutes and as we said 70 dollars. says age is eight plus there's a fair amount of reading and like card effects and things to manage but there are eight-year-olds who play like magic so I don't see how that's any different
1: yeah, that's good. if you're already kind of in that card world, I yeah. think it's probably pretty easy just to keep, keep going with it.
0: Right. And now that sums up what we have from Greater Than Games. Hachette. Hachette? I think Hachette. Board Games uh, is bringing in the palm of your hand. This is a 2020 release, but this is the English edition. I don't know if that's new if it's newly english or that's just what they've happened to be bringing two to eight players 20 to 30 minutes actually i think the english edition did come out this year because it says release may 24th so a little earlier and 38 dollars msrp and it is when imagination meets the sense of touch sounds a little i don't know That could go a lot of ways, but it is called in the palm of your hand. So I'm guessing there were, there was a while back, maybe like a year ago now, honestly, that a lot of the board game content creators were doing like a guess the components or kind of thing where they'd be blindfolded and they'd be trying to either guess what was in the box or guess the game from opening the box, blindfolded, all that kind of stuff. It was, you know, kooky fun challenges to watch. And I wonder if in some way this is having you do similar things. There's a video for it that I'm not going to watch, you know, right now.
1: Looking at the components, it looks like the game should just be called Junk Drawer. But they didn't call
0: uh, it that. Yeah, a little bit there's a, I see a string and like a little those little uh, toy guns that like shoot out plungers, one of those, yeah. uh, a spinning coin. top, a coin from a
1: marble.
0: Yeah, like maybe you dropped your other games and then it was these were the things that you weren't sure where they went back. Yeah, right. junk drawer as well seems about right. Oh, you pick a card, you choose an object, you put it in someone's hand. So is this like Dixit, but with objects?
1: I mean, maybe it's cooperative as well.
0: I think this that's probably better. I, something like this and then being competitive feels like, you know, what is anything? What are we... Right. There's not a lot of objects maybe in the box. You're supposed to mime the card in the other player's hand.
1: Oh, okay. I see the card. The one I'm looking at is a person playing basketball, pretty obviously. And you're supposed to mime that with a piece of string and some...
0: Some bits and bobbles.
1: Like, that is yeah. very interesting. Yeah, and I like a party game. I don't know if this is the kind of party I'm having. but uh, Yeah, call you know me your hand party. Good for them. It's
0: good yeah. Listen, it's taking a turn. Heidelbar, Heidelbar Games. games. That, was, that was the only one from Hachette. Heidelbar Games, first one, animal poker. And let me just say... I hate the cover. Oh, really? Yes, yes, I do. It just says Couple animal cover at the top. Buddies.
1: you got a dog and a cat. Like, uh, but it's like it's not back a, to back.
0: It's not a dog and a cat. It's like a leopard and a something,
1: right? It's, it's very pointed tooth dog. I don't know why his teeth are that sharp.
0: Something this, it's something else is happening here. I don't, I don't care for the art at all. They're very like humanized. I don't, I don't like it. Um, it's a card game for four to eight players. Become CEO or fetch the coffee. It says not a poker game, but they called it animal poker.
1: Well, that's, that's infuriating. I'm not into it. Because I'm looking at these cards going, this is not poker at all.
0: Now, I do like ladder climbing games. I don't mind trick-taking games, but I think that I don't, I, I doubt it. Only $15. Like, it's not even, I'm guessing it's a very, I'm guessing it's just a small box, this little card game, but no thank you.
1: Yeah. It also like I think idealizes like being the boss and that everyone below that person is just like on the ladder, like, I don't know, maybe we're past yeah. that now.
0: And they seem like the cards look like IDs of these different animals that are working in this company and they all have different jobs. Like it's cute enough all together, but I just the cards I like a lot more than the cover. Mm. Oh, it looks like this I don't is see a any of those. this might be a reprint of something else. Because there's a yeah. there's a picture here that says 19 yeah I'm not saying it but 1988 it looks like yeah, the I've best carton spiel so the best some kind of game
1: oh career like probably like a career poker.
0: oh career poker let's go with that let's go with that so there's maybe more going on here than I realize all the same I'm gonna move right on to hungry monkey two to six players fifteen to thirty minutes like, fifteen like the name, like yeah. the art so far. It's a fun beating game. Beating game? With effects to optimize your hidden row. That was not really helpful.
1: Nope. But do like the art. Every one of these animals is pretty They're sassy. fun. They've got some personality.
0: These are sassy animals.
1: Oh, they are. For Once upon sure. a
0: time, Hungry Monkey searched for his lost breakfast bean in the jungle. He asked the other animals for help, from the Swift Sparrow to King Tiger, but they all ignored his pleas until Tiny Ant climbed into Tiger's ear and ordered him to help. King Tiger was scared by the voice in his ear. He commanded all the animals to look for the bean, and no one dared to refuse. Eventually, Swift Sparrow found the bean, and Hungry Monkey was finally happy. Well, it feels like it kind of gave it away, didn't it? So you play cards with the same or higher numbers. That kind of sounds like ladder climbing. Trigger an effect with a powerful animal, and then get rid of your hidden cards to win beans. I can't imagine I'm buying it.
1: I'm noticing a trend with Heidelbar games where they all seem to be ladder-climbing, animals, and cards. And I wonder if it's all the same game. (laughs) But it's like, this one's a monkey. This one's a leopard. The next one, sweet and spicy, is cats. So
0: Yeah, and there was a game called Spicy. And I don't know how sweet and spicy differs from just regular spicy. It says, lie about your cards and call out your friends when they do. Also, $15 MSRP. Also, two to six players. 15 minute playing time, hand management, animals, bluffing the original spicy. It's like when you put all the cards in order, you see the cat, like eating spicier and spicier things or something like that. Like the art changes as the numbers go up and that's pretty cute. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be what's happening here as well, but we're going to wrap up Heidelbar games and move on to Hexy studio. Okay. I like,
1: um, they seem to have a theme already where, Oh, you know, it's the same game. Yeah. I was like these two games look very similar to each other. It's because it's the same game. Ah, I, bet uh, their I don't know plan. if they're both expansions. Now or not.
0: Jacob Fra I don't know how to say the name. Fraix-lius? Frixlius? Frixlius? Yep. Frixlius, we'll go with. Um, that's the isn't that the guy who did Terraforming Mars?
1: Oh, I don't know. That's yeah. a good. Question. Let's we could find out though.
0: Definitely is that person. So is there's it? that, yeah. It okay. is Okay.
1: Well, instead of terraforming Mars now, we're scrapping stars in the game Star yeah. Scrappers. Yeah. Now, one has a cave-in. The other, you're going to go orbital and on I, this. So, very inside or outside situation.
0: They've got to be expansions, right? Maybe?
1: I would think. But they're not the same things. One is like deck bag and pool building. The other is not. One's pattern building. Oh. So, maybe they aren't. You would think if they were, to would be the, somewhat the same
0: right. stuff there re-implement space station which was a 2011 game Hmm. by the same designer cards
1: laid out you're kind of building a thing i'm looking at orbital just so everyone that's following along in real time yeah Uh, some photos of that so you're kind of building maybe a pathway possibly a ship uh some figurines i mean it all looks very spacey you're doing something tokens
0: yeah yeah how much is this 40. Each one of them is 40. And one is two to four players. One's one to five players. Both card games. Both science fiction. Interesting. I don't know.
1: I mean, they look like space games. That's yeah. all I can really say about them. Yeah. If you like space games, you'll probably like these. Why wouldn't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely check it out. The next game company.
1: <laughs> Very different. Hit 'em with a Shoe.
0: Yeah. Hit 'em with a Shoe is. We all get to name companies whatever we would like. I didn't really like Hexy Studio, and I don't like him with a Shoe more. They are bringing both Dirt Dog and the Red Bernouce Algeria 1857, which, gotta say, seem like pretty opposite games.
1: Yeah, and I know there's been a big demand for the Red Bernousse, um, Algeria 1857 yeah. theme from like people, so win. it makes sense that right. it hasn't, you know, we've been waiting for it. Yeah, Dirt Dog also doesn't seem like the phrasing should be that is it a dirty dog is it a dog made of dirt
0: i think it is a dirty dog because the dogs are chasing animals through underground burrows well then why isn't a dirty dog because it's a it's a it's a dirt dog open drafting team-based game animals card game
1: there's a badger card it's the only other picture i have of this
0: (laughs) which isn't those are serious claws it isn't super helpful
1: I like a dog game. For twenty dollars I'd buy a dirt dog probably, but like
0: Wow good. begrudgingly.
1: <laughs> like I'm not happy about it. Of course I'm gonna buy it. But it
0: it the cover has a graphic design to it that makes you feel as though it is a prototype.
1: Oh yeah. Like this is yeah. the clip art that was available when making yeah. this cover. Yeah. The opposite, the red burnoose There's a lot going very on. Very specifically drawn. I cannot tell if this is a giantess lady shooting at people or if it's just a perspective
0: oh uh, i i don't know either there's kind of a village behind her there's some people attacking she has a gun it doesn't necessarily look like the people in the village behind her have guns and the people attacking boy do they ever have guns yep and this is also like a watercolor cover i don't know what's happening but it does come with a map dice a lot of cards you know i don't know that we're getting any closer to it Leaders work together to stop French armies in 19th century Algeria. And you know what? I don't know anything about 19th century Algeria. This sounds like a historical game. So if nothing else, I could learn something if I was willing to pay $65.
1: I learned that it's post-Napoleonic because that's another one of the keywords that I would not have said if it was not a
0: keyword. No, no. Deck bag and pool building, cooperative, war game, not really into personally. It's one of four players, 60 to 120 minutes. And it releases quarter three. So basically releases at Gen Con. Yeah. I feel like the things there seem fine, but the war game part of it, I think pulls me away a little bit as that does not tend to be my deal.
1: Right. Same. But I do like that. We're also not just doing world war one, world war two. Like,
0: yes, let's learn about some other wars. If like we're going to you know, do wars. I clearly
1: don't know anything about this. Yeah. Educate myself.
0: Right. Right. And I mean, good on him with a shoe to have two very different games.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, it's got to be like two or three brothers, sisters, friends, some group of people where it's just like, we made this game company together and we could not be more different. Like, stay out of my office. Don't yeah. bring your dirt dog art in my office. I'm doing right. real work about right. a war.
0: Yes. <laughs> a bit of a split there. It's like, well, you know, what? we'll just do both games. We'll just do both and we'll see which one does right. better.
1: We'll see. We'll see a Gen Con, won't we, Trevor? <laughs> yeah, we will.
0: Oh, I don't think I'm going to be helping them sell that bet. <laughs> horrible Guild. And Horrible Guild makes uh, Railroad Inc. They've made other things. Um, I think Potion Explosion is also a Horrible Guild. They're bringing Evergreen, a one-to-four player game, 45-minute playtime, $60 MSRP. So, again, it's getting up there. It's at past that halfway point to $100. Mm-hmm. And you make your planet as verdant as possible, especially in valuable biomes. That, is, that sounds very scientific
1: very much. So I'm liking these components on here. It looks mm-hmm. like there's some sort of tile laying um with these rectangle holes in it and it right. seems like in that hole you could put a tree, some water, possibly some other stuff oh, we're not yeah. seeing. Yeah. That's very I think that's pretty cool. I
0: like an interesting use of a dual layered board. Like yeah. that that is exciting. And It doesn't always, I don't always need to be the components to be the reason that I'm paying $60. But if they are the reason, I'm not asking more questions. So when you see a game, $60, and it has all these dual-layered boards, their wooden component, little tree, little, like, uh, jagged water guy that fits in the same spot that the, the tree kind of branches do, I am a little, it's an easier sell for me.
1: Yeah, this is very appealing visually. This is very Mm. interesting. And there's,
0: like, other little notches in the board. I think it looks like the sun kind of moves around. So it's giving me photosynthesis vibes. It seems like there's a Mm -hmm. sun that's moving around. It seems like there's trees that are being built. There's different sections on this board. But unlike photosynthesis, it looks as though everyone has
1: their own board. Right. And it looks like there's, like, trees with just, like, sticks And then, like, there's trees that are full, and the trees are, like, super full. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This is pretty cool. It's
0: pretty cool. Yeah. I think I am into that. And I tend to like the things that Horrible Guild, I think Horrible Guild also does Dragon Castle, and that's the, like, Mahjong tile kind of thing. They often do have really nice components and, like, good gameplay to go with it. So I'm already kind of, like, interested in what they come out with, and this doesn't look like it will disappoint.
1: Yeah, this looks real good. I think this is a is this a must have ranking?
0: It might be. The price, you know, is up there, but it might it, it might is. be must have. It might it's definitely interested. It's definitely interested, okay. and it might be must have. Keen Bean Studio is next. Sure. They are just bringing an expansion now. They're probably bringing the original Roll Camera as well. I would hope, but this is the B movie expansion for that. It says Kickstarter first edition. So now you can shoot a Western, Sci Fi, Fantasy, Horror, or Crime film. Or a mix of them all, there's communication limits, there's open drafting, it's the expansion for the base game, and there are dice. I don't think that I am into roll camera, but, you know, great to have an expansion, and that's all they're they're bringing at this point. I'm
1: sure there's some really excited people, all those uh, keen being, you know, enthusiasts Mm -hmm. uh, for Mm -hmm. the original, but I've also not played it. None yeah. of it's really selling me on it.
0: And I don't know this communication limits open drafting 1 to 4 players. That's like I don't know how you're playing it by yourself for a game with communication limits, but hey, love a one player option. And I'm it's going there. to skip on down to Keymaster games. Here we go. Caper Europe. So I guess there's another Caper. It's two player only game. 25 to 35 minutes. Uh, It released in March of this year. Play your cards right, and you'll be the greatest mastermind ever to roam Europe. We were just talking about how Horrible Guild has pretty nice components. Keymaster absolutely does. Their games look beautiful. Basically just regular art. I don't think there's a Keymaster game that I have or or haven't seen that you can't just hang on a wall.
1: Yeah, it looks super great. The components look well organized in the box, Mm -hmm. and there's like a little... I guess it's a caper token, I would assume. Uh, looks wooden, looks like there's some other tokens, very yeah. organized, very high quality, uh, at least at the Very like.
0: nice, yeah. And I, I think this may have been a Kickstarter, and I don't know if there's like a difference or what the difference, the, I see a Mastermind edition. So I don't know if when you get just a regular edition, how do the components differ? Are there things that are, you know, you might see pictured somewhere on Board Game Geek that you're not actually getting in your version? But all the same, I believe this is a very well-reviewed game. Looks great. Seems awesome. Now, I I'm not seeing a price on these, but that might be because they're already out. Are you seeing the price?
1: I am not seeing a price on them. Oh, wait, I see. I do see. Sorry, 34.99. Buy now, Caper Europe.
0: Oh, okay, okay. That's not. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. No. They are also bringing an expansion for Parks called Parks Wildlife. This is a newly released expansion. I think there's already an expansion for Parks. I can't remember what it is called at this point. Wasn't One of it my like players. Knight? Yeah. You know what? I bet the internet will tell us. Nightfall, which came out 2021, so that came out last okay. year.
1: Very excited about this. We've sung yeah. the praises of Parks. Uh, yes. The tokens look great. There's a butterfly, a squirrel, a field mouse, a oh, duck, that's super cute, and then a bison. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but very cool. Uh, looks like it's some additional trails, some new wildlife sightings. I'm sure I'm going to learn about wildlife and myself.
0: The only thing that I will complain about with parks and the first expansion, which we have, I believe I tried to put it in the box and it like kind of fit. Now the original parks comes with a lovely insert but that also Mm -hmm. means it wasn't an insert that was planned, it doesn't seem, for future expansions. Res Arcana, I know that's not even what we're doing here, but I want to call out that Res Arcana was exactly planned for future expansions. When I opened it, when I first bought it, I was confused at all the extra space, then I bought the expansions and thought they were geniuses who cared about me and wanted me to be happy. Now, I'm sure Parks wants me to be happy, as does Keymaster Games, but I think you have to keep these expansions in their own boxes or take out the very nice insert that came in Parks if you wanted it all in one box.
1: Oh, that is good to know. That is good to know. It's yeah. only $20 for this expansion as well on the KeyMatcher website.
0: That's not bad. That's no. not bad. But the original Parks game is 40 And honestly, if you see it at Target, Target will just let you buy a game for anything these days. So I feel like I've seen at Target where... Their main game is like 30 and sometimes less, um, which can make the expansions feel more expensive. But $20 isn't bad.
1: No, and if you're on the fence, the first 2,000 orders will receive a limited edition Grizzly token. So consider that.
0: All right. We just have one from Kids Table Board Games. That's Power Plants. The twenty English edition 2022 release. So really, it releases a little bit after Gen Con. One to five players, $50. Hmm and grow a magical garden full of unique and powerful plants. I don't know why I thought this game would be less.
1: The components, as you flip through it, I think help it out a little bit. The yeah. tiles look good. Uh, they look oh. good. I don't know if they actually are. Oh, there yeah. seem to be, I don't know, gnomes, mushroom uh-huh. people, fairies. <laughs> fairies. Uh, yep. I'm just guessing here uh-huh. at the Silouettes. Um, So... They also all look to be wooden pieces, so I think it's okay. pretty high quality that way, right. and probably a way that's smart if you're going to play with kids. Like, make stuff they can't break. Easily, yeah, right.
0: Because this is eight plus, and yeah, it's something that's not going to so easily get you know if you spill on it, and it's wooden tokens, you're a lot less concerned than a bunch of cardboard. Right.
1: Yeah. For sure. So, I think it looks pretty cool. Right. I can't speak to the gameplay. It nothing. I'm looking at tells me what that is
0: no it says puzzle area majority and influence and then of course there's a solo mode to this one from you can't inherently there's no board it doesn't seem like it seems like you get these pieces and you're kind of creating the board and as you lay things out like that's the puzzle of how you're gonna get points
1: right I think the tiles are the plants and then there's these mythical creatures you're placing on the plants mm -hmm. and then that that does something in the game hopefully Mm -hmm. right
0: Yeah, it's very colorful. I could see it being, you know, maybe both easy and hard to, like, take in what's happening because it's just, like, colors on colors. Very bright. So to be reading the board state correctly and making sure you're, like, seeing everything. Um, But it does look... The caption on the photo I'm looking at on BoardGameGeek says, production sample. It looks amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. That... uh, Looks, it looks good, it's just, it's $50, and I think I would have expected it to be 40 not a big it's deal. That's a fair
1: question. Do you love your kids? $50 worth. Well, we'll find out at Gen Con.
0: Yeah, yeah. And now the last one we're going to do on this episode, uh, last publisher, is Cosmos. So they have a lot of games that they're bringing. A lot of them are exit games. We have an Adventure Games as well. So we'll just go ahead and start at the top. Adventure Games, The Gloom City File. This was released in 2021. It has a number of designers on it, including Phil Walker-Harding, Matthew Dustin, Hawk Gerties, Kaylee Anderson. So some of those names sound familiar to me. Some do not. It's one of four players, and you solve the thriller that awaits in Gloom City. Only $20 cooperative game, but I think it is one of those escape room games where you kind of play it once, and it's over. So $20 is not, not bad for that.
1: No, and the art is, if you told someone... That could draw... Hey, draw me a gloomy city. Great job. Very well Gosh, done. Very dingy. N- very cloudy. Nailed it.
0: nailed it. Yep. There's a mental asylum off to the left. It's all black and white with like hints of red. So kind of like Sin City sort of feeling mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Carta Ventura Lhasa could be it. And then they also have Carta Ventura Vinland. These are one you journey to Tibet... And the other one, you journey with Vikings in the footsteps of actual people. I'm gonna assume, and uh, action event cooperative game card game exploration only fifteen dollars. I don't really know what's going on here, and I, I don't
1: either. I, I've been pausing because I don't, I can't make sense of any of what's happening.
0: I think that I keep getting hung up on price because I know how long this list is and I know how many things I want. So I have to be doing like some kind of budgeting in my head. And I think that means that some of these little games, they have an unfair advantage. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's just $15. Just sneak it in. It'll be fine. But they all add up just like anything else.
1: Right. I don't know if I'm seeing maybe just like an early version or just a non-English version, but I'm not saying the cards in English just for the record before you purchase that. So there's a lot of paragraphs that I can't read.
0: I'm I'm thinking these must be. Yeah, they say English edition, so I'm. Oh, okay. So I think that will be fine, but it is not clear. It does seem to be just a stack of square cards. I'm not I'm not clear by looking at them how the game mechanic actually works, and they these do look like very small boxes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's it could be a blast. I just have no mm-hmm. my brain cannot wrap around what is happening, and what I would be doing.
0: Yeah, for forty five minutes. Huh.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe that's just reading the rules. That's just, you know, it's just a long rule book with cards.
0: Uh, Catch the Moon. This is two to six players, 20 minutes, $35 game. Reach for the moon in your dream on a precariously balanced stack of ladders. This is dice rolling, stacking and balancing, action dexterity, and puzzle. I think I've seen this before. It, really is it was
1: just a, a mess of ladders. Yeah, it, it's very visually weird to look at. Yeah, just a L- pile of ladders.
0: Looking at it, it doesn't like feel like it's a game. It feels like it's like some desk art that you can like play with, kind of like those little magnet <laughs> right. toys. That's yeah. that is what it looks like. I think I've seen this before. It's not a new game. 2017 looks like some people choose to paint their ladders all different colors. That seems cute and fun. I we don't have a lot of action dexterity games at all uh i don't think this is going to be the one to change that but it's ages six plus so that's a solidly family game right there
1: oh for sure like maybe before bed like oh Oh, let's catch the moon before sleepy time
0: yeah yeah because you're gonna reach the moon in your dream and it'll be yeah nice to kind of just prepare just bring it down a notch before bedtime Next up, we have a variety of exit games, which we're just going to kind of attack all together here. So we have the advent calendar, which, you know, Christmas comes every year. I remember this coming out. I feel like I heard about this last year. Yeah, 2021. But this must be the English edition. That makes sense. So you'd have it ready for this Christmas. It's $50. They have two different advent calendars. One is the hunt for the golden book. The other one is the mystery of the ice cave. So you could have one heck
1: of a christmas season it seems pretty good now the golden book if you're like well how's that christmasy apparently it's santa's golden book went missing i looking at this ice cave i don't see anything about captain kringle so clearly the preferred one is to help santa out not just stuck in a cave it
0: does say you're on your way to holiday festivities you solve a puzzle a day which feels like what game isn't I mean, we could say, we could always say we were on our way to holiday festivities, I suppose. And maybe that'll be right. a little more in the story they present to you.
1: Yeah, they both look, I, I like a holiday game, golden book, clearly the front runner between these two.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I it, it does seem like a bit much to get to not having played one of them. And maybe if you've played the exit games, you're you would be all in on that. Now, the next exit game is Lord of the Rings, Shadow Over Middle Earth, oh. which like... Didn't expect that in the middle of this list. That's still one of four players, twenty dollar MSRP, and it's just exit comes to Middle Earth. Like there's not that's the description. The description is you saw the cover. I know. (laughs) What do you want for us? It's a cooperative game deduction. They list deduction twice, so there must be a lot of it. And then murder mystery, murder mystery. All right, that is the same rough uh, description for the return to the abandoned cabin. Yeah. It's more, it's more exiting. It's only $18, so I guess the IP cost was $2 for Lord of the Rings. And then they have Exit the Game and Puzzle. So you have a whole new exit feeling, clever riddles, four puzzles, and an exciting story. So you're putting together jigsaw puzzles and doing exit stuff. So they're really branching out. They're taking all avenues with the Exit series. We're going to go into Advent. We're going to go into IPs. We're going to go into puzzles one way or another we're going to get you in so you can try to find your way out
1: exit it feels like you're definitely buying your vote for what you want the future of exit to be like yeah. more ip more puzzles more santa right Take your right be it's buying like buying that game
0: it's like a marketing test like and then what whatever gets the most then we'll send that to everybody else uh right. the puzzle game is $28 regular exit 18 ip was 20 and then the advent was 50 so they're also hitting a few different price points with each thing kind of giving you something more i'm guessing that the advent ones it still says 45 to 90 minutes it doesn't change the playtime and i don't know if that means it can't mean 45 to 90 minutes a day that's insane so i don't really know what the playtime means on the advent ones
1: good question we will have to ask this booth at gen con
0: (laughs) yeah now the next one up is karak And that's two to five players. It's $40. And heroes explore the mysterious dungeon of Karak Castle. Karak? Karak? It's a castle. You're dice rolling. You have map edition. So that kind of sounds like exploration, but maybe not. Uh, Adventure. And it is a children's game. It's seven, ages seven and up.
1: Seems cute. Oh, that helps. I was looking at these pictures going, (laughs) ah, who is this for? The answer, seven-year-olds. Children. Okay, good.
0: Children. Yeah, this is the English edition for the 2017 game. Now, it's ranked number seven children's game on BGG. So, like, this is apparently a thing that must be good that we know nothing about, all the not having children. Right. Uh, Interesting. So, yeah, kids apparently must love it for it to get to seven on here. Uh, So, good on them. You got a kid? Do they like castles? Go for it.
1: Or, Or Camaros that apparently somebody put at the end of their castle. On one of the photos so i guess uh, you could just bring in other pieces too
0: yeah you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of photos the longer a game exists uh, i right. guess people take their own liberties oh yeah people making custom inserts there's a lot happening on the pictures for this one That you know we've been looking at pictures for these games that maybe aren't even out yet so there's just like promo shots and maybe not a lot else um but yeah because any user can submit a picture it can be a fun time to go through a game and see all the things people have either upgraded with it or see what their game plays looks like. All that kind of stuff.
1: The next game, Switch and Signal. Mm-hmm. I've got some thoughts on this one. Okay. So, regardless of how good or not this game is, right, we've been playing with these wooden squares that are a different color for our entire life of board gaming, right? Uh-huh. I like that they... Made a piece, a train, just to carry those around. They're like, hey, oh, everyone's yeah. already got these already. I think it's so smart to just build a piece around these, I don't want to say inferior pieces, but less yeah. exciting pieces It's pretty to cute. make them exciting again. It's pretty awesome.
0: It's pretty cute. I feel like any time there's a component when they add a component where it's like, well, you know, you're gonna pick up and deliver or you're gonna need these like in your little boat or whatever, whatever the component is you're putting in is just very normal. But it's like, look, we made a little boat for it. I'm like, Oh my gosh. It's amazing. <laughs> yep. Take five more dollars just for this little boat. Uh yeah, yeah, the the little trains hold a cube. I can only imagine that it's I don't know that it's pick up and deliver, but how could it not be? The trains hold a cube. Right. The um, Shut Up and Sit Down just did a review of this. I or If not just did a review, have done a review of this game. It looks good. It's a cooperative game. Network and route building, trains, transportation, which you kind of get from the cover. Players cooperate to load trains and guide them through a congested rail network. And I want to think you just have three kinds of cards and it's like switch, signal, or train. And I appreciate
1: that simplicity. Yeah. The switching the tracks mechanism, I think, is also really neat. How there are just these black discs, uh, mm-hmm. wooden discs. And at every um, junction, you, based on where those black discs are placed, are whether the train would have to, like, turn left, go straight, go mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And it all makes, it's very clear to see. I've not read a single rule on this. I feel like right. you have a very good handle on the board. Well done. I like that mechanism.
0: Yeah. I think this one looks good. Switch so signal it is50 dollars ages 10 plus two to four players 45 minutes and 10 plus and then cooperative game I'm into that I'm into that I kind of wonder yeah. whenever there's a cooperative game that's not one player like this is two to four I kind of wonder what is what makes it two to four like what is the interaction that you're cooperating that is uh, that makes the game work because so many games even if they say two to four like pandemic you can just play it by yourself. So I wonder what's right. good, if that's true about this one or if there's more going on there in between players to have it start at two.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I wonder if sometimes it's just the the burden of more players is what adds the challenge. Like without it, maybe it's just too easy.
0: Oh, right. Because like, yeah, the, the train's through. You, yeah. Right. You have all the cards, the train goes through. That's not a game. Yeah, it could be. Right how to end this so i think we'll just say next time we're gonna start with low-tech games and boy <laughs> they sure are <laughs> thank you so much for listening to episode 58 be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com, and you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. At the top of the podcast, I mentioned a wrap-up episode, and that is true. Actually, we'll be dropping episodes really quickly over the next few days. But also, games keep getting added to that list, so there are enough extra now for yet another final recap. It's like it's 70 more since we finished all the recordings. So what I'm saying is I'm having issues being a completionist and how long this list is and that it never stops. But in any case, the next episode will be exactly like this one, but with different games, unless you're listening to these in reverse, in which case you have 57 more episodes headed your way. The next one being also exactly like this, but with different games. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today.